I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on, let's just say social media now. Social media, at GatorDave underscore S-E-C. And back at you. Two episodes in one day Unfortunately, the earlier episode of Justice Spoon tearing his ACL and then out for the season put that out earlier. But when that same press conference, Billy Napier was didn't name a starter uh, in the press conference. But just a few hours later on a Friday afternoon, Billy Napier has named Graham Mertz starting quarterback for the Florida Gators for the 2023 season. So, hey, look, not a big surprise, of course, uh, out there. We've been all following it, following it along the last few weeks since spring practice and you would have asked 90 percent 95 percent of gator nation and this would have been uh the the answer they would have given you of who would have been the starting quarterback for the gators this season and look once Graham Mertz come in all the experience he brings to the table all the snaps at Wisconsin it was going to be hard for him not to be the starting quarterback here for the gators and we all remember going through the 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 winter and the spring rumors and transfers and reclassifications and if there'd be other quarterbacks coming in for the battle it didn't really matter anyway uh once he was in the fold through the transfer portal and then we had the whole uh you know austin simmons uh, saga if he'd reclassify and be part of this quarterback it wouldn't have been really a battle for him he just would have been inserted into it uh but you know once graham mertz committed to the gators to the transfer portal more than likely he was going to be your 2023 quarterback uh there in a battle with Jack Miller throughout the spring, coming out of spring as the guy. Uh, and then now, you know, we'll figure out what happens behind him. Who's the guy, you know, in the second quarterback spot? Is it Jack Miller? Is it Max Brown? Miller did get more of the snaps in the open in the in the scrimmage uh, at, for the second team. And that uh, changed a little bit from Max Brown getting more of the second team reps back in the open practice last week. So as I said, you know, that could be part of a rotation. Uh, with, with the quarterback spot behind Graham Mertz, but he's pretty much been the leader in the clubhouse and then just now made official on this Friday that he will be the starting quarterback for the Gators this season. So plenty to get into right here. We'll go through Graham Mertz again, kind of the you know, storyline, not much to discuss. We've been discussing Graham Mertz and, and the quarterbacks here, but kind of just going back a little bit and, and looking at his time at Wisconsin, 
uh, your spring game here at Florida, what we've been hearing lately, of course, as well, how he fits into this offense. So hit that like button. Subscribe to Gators Breakdown if you haven't done so yet. Everybody, thanks for hopping on live uh, right here with the second episode of the day. Uh, so smash that like button. Subscribe to Gators Breakdown on YouTube, whether you're watching the replay version or not. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform as well. Then, of course, Gators Breakdown Plus, a lot of conversation. I mean, it's it's hot and heavy. We get the, the closer we get to the season here, of course, a lot of conversation going on right now. Uh, more on the football side than the recruiting side uh, for, for a change after that hot summer in recruiting. Uh, but you get access to that Discord chat. You get all the extra episodes. You guys got a preview of the chat the style chat style episodes that we do over there. Uh, all those, you know, you get the full episode there. If you're a Gators breakdown plus member also, you get ad free episodes with football seasons cranking up. I got sponsors rolling in left and right. There's going to be a lot of supporters of Gators breakdown uh, through sponsors. So, Hey, I think it kind of, you don't want to hear it a little bit, a benefit starting at $3 a month. You get ad free episodes on Gators breakdown plus. Q&As, giveaways, custom shout-outs right there. Gators Breakdown Plus. Link is in the description to join. All right, let's get to Graham Mertz. And look, of course, I think, guys, we know consistency is what we're looking for. It's going to be the name of the game for Graham Mertz. And something he couldn't necessarily do at Wisconsin. And you heard Will and I say the other day, you know, two things can be true at the same time. You know, Wisconsin, of course, did not do him any favors with their predictable play calling, putting him in bad situations, a run game that had fallen off from uh, you know, previous levels. They didn't have that help in the run game that Wisconsin quarterbacks are accustomed to, not using play action when he excelled at it. Uh, you know, and um, all those things are true, but at the same time, you know, he, he didn't take advantage when there were opportunities presented to him. You know, a clean pocket, still struggling, uh, throws that shouldn't have been made when he did have a clean pack pocket, happy feet. We'll get into all that, but you know, now, you know, game to game, it left a lot to be desired for, for Graham Mertz and decided a fresh start was needed. Uh, hardly a mark of consistency. there. situation is better at Florida. And now it's up to him to take advantage where it is. Of course, been pretty good so far in fall camp. And you know what, what he does well is what we have seen so far in fall camp, and all that dates back to his Wisconsin days as well. You know, some of the things he did well there, knowing the playbook, and that translating into getting into the right play, getting all the pre-sap reads, his ability to make quick decisions, pretty good footwork in those situations as well. And we've also seen plenty of throwing on the run. You go back to the open practice. We've seen highlights throughout the week uh, or weeks now since fall camp has been there, and throwing on the run, he does that well. And you know, a lot of that at Wisconsin was because he kind of had to. <laughs> that offensive line did not do him any favors. He was throwing on a run a lot. And then I think that kind of affected him a bit uh, where he probably got happy feet, probably saw some ghosts and was throwing on a run or escaping the pocket when he really didn't need to. Uh, but you know, now maybe there's a, there's a confidence in what he sees at Florida uh, in the offensive line in front of him. So now you know, we'll see if Florida can take the – advantage of some design rollouts. If Graham Mertz can take advantage of more design rollouts uh, that we've been accustomed to seeing in Billy Napier's offense, can he use this offense to become better after the snap? The pre-snap stuff, he does really well. I don't, I don't have much worry right there. It's pre-snap where at Wisconsin, 
that's that's kind of where it fell off a bit. You know, there's plenty of tape out there for all these coaches to put together a game plan of what he struggles with and what he's got to get better with post snap. You know, him getting protection would be a big, big, big part of that. Uh, and another reason why I think this offense could be better suited for him and the offensive line, uh, the short, intermediate throws, better playmakers to get it to, uh, an offense designed with those rollouts in mind, an offense that will actually use play action, something that he excels at, uh, it would go a long way in helping Graham Mertz become that more consistent quarterback. So, you know, it helps him in the areas that he needs help the most. Uh, so, Easier post-snap reads, you know, there's still a lot to prove. Um, there, I, I do think this offense better suited for him. They're building it around him as well, building it around the playmakers Florida has, maybe even helping an offensive line that won't be maybe quite as good as last year. But his quick decision-making being pretty good, I think you can build an offense around that. Now, at times, I discussed this earlier as well, you're, you're going to have to hit some downfield throws. The opportunities are going to have to be there. Uh, and when they are there, you're going to have to take advantage of it. You know, I'm eager to see how you know, he's big lover of the tight ends at Wisconsin when he used them there. Arliss Bordingham comes come, comes in this year as you know, a breakout player we've labeled since the spring, and now maybe that's a better option for, for for tight ends or for Florida quarterbacks that they haven't had at the tight end position in quite some time. You know, minus Kyle Pitts, of course, but he was receiver slash tight end. I'm talking about more a guy who was going to line up mostly at tight end. Um, be that blocker and two tight end sets that Florida is going to be putting out there. You know, Arliss Boardingham, uh, Odom, of course, we'll see where Xander's and how he comes back. But Odom, Boardingham, I think, will be big benefactors of Graham Mertz being the quarterback for the Gators. Uh, so for him, you know, can, can, he, can he get away from holding on the ball too long and failing to make the right post-snap reads? Um, made even worse, you know, the interceptions with the clean pocket, uh, with no pressure in his face, just bad decisions, forced throws. Uh, gets happy feet for no reason, choppy footwork that will lead to the off-balance throws that they, they tend to sell uh, a bit. You know, I, I'm wondering if the confidence in the offense just helps him there. Uh, I mean, you, 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 you're getting into more of a rhythm. You trust. I think that's, that's going to be a big part for Graham Mertz is just trusting what's around him, trusting his offensive line, trusting his playmakers, trusting his coaches to put him in the right situation. I could see a situation, and we've discussed this on the Gators Breakdown Plus Discord, where – he may just been really, really frustrated in that Wisconsin offense, not being able to take advantage of what he excels at, not using what he excels at, and it just kind of bleeds over, and it's kind of just it falls off the cliff, and he can't you know can't get it back there. Uh, you know, not, hopefully, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, just looking at reasons why this could work out, why it could be better, why he suited more for Billy Napier's offense. Now, like at Wisconsin now, I mean. He's going to have a run game to, to lean on, hopefully a better run game to lean on. I think we all expect it to be better. Now, Wisconsin historically, recent history, says, all right, they, they run the ball better than Florida. Well, not last year. I mean, this Florida offense and this run game, this is something Graham Mertz can lean on, something Billy Napier can lean on. Game manager does not have to be a bad term. I mean, I'm not sure he has the capability to carry an offense game in and game out. Now, situations, Sure. I mean, you, you hope you have a run game to lean on, and most of the time it's not on his shoulders, but he's go there, there are going to be times this season. He's going to have to prove he can carry the team in certain situations, not game in and game out. It's not what this offense is even going to ask him to do. There's going to be situations. You know, Florida's run game for as good as it was last year, there, was, there were a few games, a couple of games, especially later in the season, where they couldn't get it going. Can you put the game on your shoulders and go out there and get it done? So 
Obviously, best case scenario, run game gets going and get into position where first reads open a, a good bit. Uh, worry there, maybe trying to relate it to Wisconsin a little bit more. Competition was certainly increased in the SEC. Playing some, I mean, look, Big Ten's got some good defenses. I, I, I'll give them that too. But we know the level of competition is about to rise. Uh, Mertz just didn't have many options he could count on at wide receiver while at Wisconsin. Florida's wide receiver core has a lot to prove. As excited as we are about them, they got to go out there and prove it. Uh, but they certainly have some options that we think can get open. But don't need to help the quarterback by beating coverage, beating one-on-one on one situations. Play caller needs, you know, to help scheme those guys open as well. So, I mean, I just looking at Graham Mertz, I mean, it, I think the situation the situation really is better. He's got to take advantage. And he's got the ability to beat poor defenses out there. He showed that. He, I mean, at base level, he showed that at Wisconsin. You know, you, you can beat the poor defenses. But once the better defenses take the field, that's where he struggled at Wisconsin. When the ga- ground game struggled, he struggled. Can he overcome the inconsistent past? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So when Florida was in the market for a transfer quarterback, I asked myself, can Florida get a quarterback that will take care of the ball? For the most part, I think Graham Mertz can do that. Can he make up for a retooled offensive line? That's going to be remain to be seen. Um, I, I, that question still is going to linger. Can, can he make up for a retooled offensive line? I mean, we'll have to see what, what the run game does and helping him along the way. But that's going to be part of it as well. You know, Florida's offensive line last year, while not giving up a lot of sacks, a lot of that's to do with Anthony Richardson and his ability to make guys miss, escape the pocket, use his speed, use his athleticism. Graham Mertz is going to. You know, now the parts we talk about for him of getting the ball out of his hands, making quick decisions, quick reads, that's where he's going to excel different than what Anthony Richardson did. So while Anthony Richardson's athleticism was able to help the offensive line, it's going to be Graham Mercer's decision-making to help the offensive line. And then when play call for a shot is there down the field, offensive line is going to have to hold their part. Graham Mertz is going to have to make the throw and make the right decision. And then another thing that I asked myself, can he make up for whoever? This is before Graham Mertz. I just, before, when Florida was, we know, shopping for a quarterback. Can we get a quarterback that will take care of the ball? Can we get one that will make up for a retooled offensive line? And the last one was, can he make up for a defense that's just been putrid since 2020? Now, I think the defense is going to be better, but we still got to see it. And what if it's not? then you're asking even more from your offense, even more from your quarterback, even more from your coach fitting in with this quarterback. I think 
I think most of us think this defense will take a step up. But if not, do you have a quarterback that can make up the difference? Yeah, I don't know about that. Those are things he may have to overcome. I feel encouraged by what we've seen this fall. You guys know. I mean, I put it out there this week. How encouraged I am about this team right now. But there's still a lot of questions. Still a lot to, as good as I feel, they got to go out and prove, prove how I feel right now. <laughs> go, out, go out there and do it. We're encouraged by what we've heard and seen this fall camp. We have to see it. We have to see him overcome what he previously did at Wisconsin. Just because he's at a new place does not mean it's an instant fix. We knew this was a, a transfer that had all the answers already, but one that was going to have to go out there and prove it. Him being named starter doesn't prove it. Step one is complete by winning the job. Next step, go out there and do it. I, I, I think he'll be fine. I, I do think he'll be fine. But you know, games turn out all kind of weird and stuff this year. Every season, you got storylines that you just don't see coming along. What's that going to be for, for, for this Florida team? Is it where Graham Mertz has to open it up a little bit more and he excels at it? Is it going to be where he may not have to? Maybe the ground game is even better than we think it is. And he's just game managing, hitting, speed, hitting speedy receivers. The big plays are just getting the ball in the receiver's hands. Not a 60-yard pass down the field, but one, a screen pass or a slant that goes 60 yards. They're going to ask him a lot to just, hey, put the ball in your playmaker's hands. That, that's going to be a big part of his, big part of his game. Pre-snap, get us in the right play. RPO game, get the ball into the playmaker's hands. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it because of what Florida has around him in the playmaking spot at running back, at receiver, at tight end. I mean, look, we're not asking Graham Mertz and his offense to be 2020 Florida, 2019 LSU, 2020 Alabama. We, we know better than that. But can this offense, Graham Mertz, be, come, come in, lead this team to eight wins, nine wins ceiling maybe? Certainly, I mean, it's there. You get good quarterback play. Eight wins are certainly attainable. Certainly attainable. All right, man, a lot of comments. Here we go. Um, I will try and catch, catch up with some of these comments before a sign-off right here, second episode here. A Gator Nation says, a Gator Nation, fire UF shorts. Okay. <laughs> just get Wilson the ball any way possible. He's going for a 60-yard TD. I mean, look, I, that, that's just, I think, the name of the game this year. Get the ball to Ricky Pearsall. Get the ball to Wilson. Hit the ball downfield every now and then to a, a Burke or Douglas. Hit your tight ends down the seam. I mean, once again, I mean, go look at Mertzen and Wisconsin and tight ends down the seam. And kind of go into a, another point here. Yeah. Odom, Arliss. Q Lee says, kind of going to that part, I think the tight end position will take two more years to get back on track. Yeah, I mean, to get back on track, yeah, I mean, I think you uh, you can see some good things this year. It's not where we want it to be. Uh, they can't, I mean, they stay, they, they get hurt so much. I mean, this is a, um, in two seasons of Billy Napier, this is just one position group that cannot stay healthy. Uh, so hopefully Boardingham stays healthy. Hopefully Odom progresses along enough this fall where he's out on the field. I love what I saw from him toward the end of the year. He could be an additional 
quote-unquote offensive lineman. We know he can be a threat in the passing game as well. You know, not over and over again, but block, 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 okay, take a block, and then you're open for a pass. I mean, plenty, plenty of experience. Grammars. I mean, one more time, the numbers. I went through, you know, kind of what we have seen so far at Wisconsin, but can't, can't escape the numbers. Started 32 games for Wisconsin, 2,075 career snaps, 460 of 773 for 5,405 yards, 38 touchdowns, 26 interceptions. So, I mean, the interception, that, that, that's got to come down. I mean, 26 interceptions in that time, in that time frame in 32 games, not great. Uh, so, you know, it's just get Florida in the right play, make the right decision, limit as, if I can say the name right, Natakos, uh, limiting dumb mistakes through the great air experience and system, help this team be dangerous. And, yeah, I mean, there we go. Uh, kind of for Graham Mertz as well, you, you got to use that experience. Use that experience. Oh, yeah, Tim, for sure. Better clock management going into the half and starting quicker in the second half will be huge. Oh, yeah, that middle eight, last four of the first half, first four of the second half, absolutely one of the biggest things I'll be looking for this fall uh, for Florida to, to improve at and maybe with better quarterback play, that comes about. A more consistent quarterback play. Uh, Billy Napier just gets even better as a play caller in those situations. Okay, let me come back up a little bit. Q Lee, 8-9 would be a good season. Yeah, I mean, sign me up. Where do I sign? I'll sign up right now. It'll be a lot of good wins if you win 8-9 games. <laughs> um, Alexander Alza, yeah. ASPN has Florida 8-4 and four right now. I mean, yeah, they're using their FPI, you know, with the games Florida is favored in, according to the FPI. Florida should turn out to be about an eight and fourteen. Let's see. Don't know why people gotta talk bad about people in here, but okay. Let's see. All right, going through some more comments. There's a lot of them, so surprised. Shouldn't be surprised, with, but I wasn't sure on a Friday night. Yeah, Friday evening and the short notice for an episode. There we go. Nathaniel Rogers says... Mertz is exactly what we need right now. I mean, he's certainly the best out of the competition Florida has. It's better than Jack Miller, better than Max Brown. We'll see what the competition behind him for those two mean and where and where it goes. I know Brian Fisher brings it up too and says about you know Shane Matthews being spot on when it comes to the QBs. Yeah, he was not all that high on Anthony Richardson last year. Um and then he's pretty high on what he's seen from Graham Mertz the last couple of weeks.
bum, 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 bum. All right. Q Lee says, I don't know what Matthew sees in merch because I don't see it. Well, we get to see a lot more than we do. Uh, <laughs> for one, we don't get to we don't get to go to practice um, and see how he fits into this offense besides the open practice and besides the spring game. Uh, the spring game, as like you guys know, I don't take much stock in them at all. We can talk about them, we'll discuss them. It means very little to me uh, and how everything kind of, you know, if it if you have multiple spring games to go about with one single player, then okay, you maybe can start kind of putting some things together because of one, but or because of them, but just based off of one and need this team to stay healthy. Do you not healthy in the spring? Certainly along the offensive line, Billy Napier even mentioned it in the, in the, in the scrimmage um, that, you know, at least on the second level, uh, a depth depth concerns right there now as well. That's mainly along the offensive line too. Uh, it's a group that's, Hopefully getting some players back. Uh, Mizuka coming along nicely. Hudson coming along. Uh, we'll start being on the practice field now after clearing concussion protocol, after a car accident. Um, so starting to, starting to get it. You know, Goodwin had to transfer out, of course. Unfortunately, you lose one there. So Florida's got to find some answers at tackle. Um, we need Barber to stay healthy for sure. Uh, if that, you know, if anything happens there, then these good feelings, expectations kind of wane a little bit. Damian George there at right tackle. We'll see, you know, Hudson being that third, maybe backing up both guys. We'll see where it goes. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff, guys. Thanks for hopping on right here. Coming at you with two episodes today. Be sure to check out the last one. As I said, with uh, quarterback talking that one because, as, as I mentioned, was going over Billy Napier's press conference today, and he wasn't going to name a starter. And we knew it was going to be Graham Mertz. It was just only a matter of time. He wanted to talk to the team, wanted to talk to the players. Had practice today. Assume it happened then, and then the word, the word coming out that it was going to be Graham Mertz. So. Uh, the episode does go into more of Justice Boone uh, and his unfortunate injury, tearing his ACL out for the season. Also, what that means for the Florida defensive front and some more scrimmage notes in the last episode as well. So lots out there for you as we march closer to football season. Getting excited, counting down the days. Ready to see it. All right, guys, that'll do it. I'm your host, David Waters. Follow me on Twitter, X at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown. <laughs>